Hello and welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website Quipster.net. You can find the written form of this review as well as over 3,600 other of my reviews at my website Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today's film is Jurassic World. It is an adventure, action, science fiction film that is the fourth film in the Jurassic Park franchise. This one's very long in uh, <laughs> in coming out. Uh, it is a PG-13 film for intense sequences of science fiction violence and peril. It runs two hours and four minutes. Uh, the cast includes Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ty Simpkins, Nick Robinson, Vincent D'Onofrio, Irfan Khan, Jake Johnson, Omar Sy, B.D. Wong, and Judy Greer. The director is Colin Trevorrow, and Trevorrow also contributes to the screenplay along with three other screenwriters, Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, and Derek Connolly. In this film, there are two siblings, two brothers, named Gray and Zach. They're sent on a vacation to visit their Aunt Claire, who is played by Bryce Dallas Howard. Claire is the manager of operations at uh, Isla Nublar, which is this uh, island off of Costa Rica. Uh, uh, it's a resort known as Jurassic World. It's this tourist attraction that's funded by a mega-billionaire named Simon Masrani, who is played by uh, Irfan Khan. It's uh, built over the original site of the uh, first Jurassic Park that was there. Uh, we presume that this park has been in existence for about 10 years or so. Um, and it basically takes the original Jurassic Park's ideas, but it seeks to be much more of a resort tourist attraction to, it, than a, a museum. Um, it really wants to do the formula right as far as being profitable. So in addition to this assortment of dinosaurs, the corporation is looking into creating their own hybrid dinosaurs through genetic experiments. Uh, these dinosaurs are being engineered uh, to be more of a draw to interested visitors year after year. And their biggest creation is this creature they've yet to unveil to the public called Indominus Rex. It's a, uh, it, it kind of splices a lot of the more predatory, uh, aspects of, of dinosaurs, but also includes, uh, uh, various traits that you'll find in cuttlefish and frogs and things like that. So, uh, it's kind of this hodgepodge of other uh, uh, st very strong and unique uh, traits that you'll find in nature over the years. But uh, this also makes it the most deadly creature that probably has ever roamed the Earth. Um, now, as, as an aside, I will say it's definitely not a good sign that Indominus is the Latin word for untamable. And that basically tells you where the film is going. Uh, Chris Pratt stars as an ex-Navy guy known uh, named o Owen Grady. He's uh, currently working as a behavioral research consultant and a trainer uh, at the facility. And he is spends most of his days looking into the ability for dinosaurs to learn from human ins instruction. And he's basically... Uh, there, <clears throat> as a velociraptor trainer, he's, he's like a, a raptor whisperer, if, as you will. And, uh, that might actually prove to be a much needed thing because the Indominus Rex eventually gets out of its cage and is on a rampage, uh, <laughs> threatening 
preparing to hunt and kill anything that is unfortunate enough to cross its path on the island. And, you know, given that it's an island and, and it's kind of secluded, that ultimately might mean the slaughter of the 20,000 or so visitors that are trapped at the theme park uh, with no way of getting out. I think that uh, as far as quality goes, I think that Jurassic World does benefit by not only by its 22 years distance from the original Jurassic Park, but also by the fact that Jurassic Park was not able to follow up with a decent sequel. Uh, and that's despite the original director, Steven Spielberg, having directed its direct sequel, The Lost World Jurassic Park. Uh, even that was not a good movie and uh, one of Spielberg's very rare misfires. As such, I think that this production, which is helmed by Colin Trevorrow, who um, some of you may, who especially watch independent films will know he, him as the director of Safety Not Guaranteed, which was a critical uh, uh, success, but definitely not a commercial one. Certainly not the kind of thing that you would expect or the kind of person you would expect to uh, helm a $180 million uh, franchise uh so it's kind of interesting that that he is tagged for this film. Um, but I think that Trevorrow has kind of a low bar of expectations to to actually deliver here. I think people are very nostalgic for this film and are wanting to like it. And all they really need is... It doesn't have to be as good as the original, because I don't think anybody expects that. But I think that it just has to be enjoyable to pass that bar for fans who love the original and have been waiting for somebody to do something worth going back to the island for to actually deliver. I think that Trevorrow and the other three credited screenwriters are wise to avoid most things that are related to the sequels because I feel that had they done that, it would have not only polluted the plotting of this film by trying to draw allusions to all of these other movies that people probably vaguely remember. I think that a lot of parents who are showing their kids Jurassic Park probably just showed Jurassic Park. They don't bother watching all three of the films. Um, so it really doesn't make sense to include them. And it, it doesn't make sense from a storytelling standpoint either because, you know, the Lost World had this other theme park spreading to San Diego and eventually led to a climax in which a T-Rex rampages through the, the big city. So it doesn't make sense for not only for the original Jurassic Park to be a failure, but also this other uh, offshoot to be a failure, and then Jurassic Park 3, another failure. So I don't really suspect that parents would willingly send their own children to a theme park uh, full of dinosaurs that we've already shown three times over uh, to not be able to... Uh, to, to handle, but also now they're starting to genetic, genetically jack up these dinosaurs. Uh, so if the run of the mill ones weren't able to be contained, why would we expect these ones that are like these, uh, way more dangerous ones too? So, uh, it would have made sense. So I, I think that the, they do a good job in, in, in terms of just trying to draw a direct line between Jurassic world and Jurassic park. Um, Given the distance by which we are, you know, over two decades now from the original Jurassic Park, this movie kind of plays more like a fan film than it does a direct sequel in uh, in spirit or body. It is, 
it's not really a serious linear sequel. It's more like a uh, something that tries to have fun in the world that Jurassic Park originally created. I do think that Jurassic World somewhat misses the boat by draw by not drawing out more of its winking irony that the plot of this film mirrors the production of the film itself. Just like the theme park attraction, we as filmgoers need more than just run-of-the-mill dinosaurs to get us excited to return to this franchise. So the people that make this film are tinkering with the formula, just like the scientists in the movie are tinkering with the dinosaur formula to try to draw in more visitors. So uh, the formula here is it really just borrows elements, not only from the original Jurassic Park, that's a given, but also there are scenes that are almost direct callbacks to other franchises like Aliens and Predator and Spielberg's own Jaws and Indiana Jones and a whole bunch of other properties. And they form this ultimate hybrid of many of the best and most thrilling movies you probably watched growing up. So if I were to put it this another way... It's, this is like the Indominus Rex incarnate in movie form, a bigger and louder and more toothy corporate decision to get your butts through the entrance of the theaters or of the theme park. And it's not trying to inspire you so much as to try to make money for its investors. So what better way to show wrongheaded corporate decision making than in a movie that itself is an exemplification of it? Unfortunately, just like the... Indominus Rex. I think that borrowing from the best also, it's also nearly proves to this, to be this attraction's undoing. It soon becomes this kind, the kind of monstrosity that can't be tamed by someone without the skills to do so. So I think if, if Spielberg stumbled to one up himself with the lost world Jurassic Park, I, I, one questions what chance a, a, a relative newbie like Trevor has with uh, just his one independent film under his belt that few people saw. Not a lot. The wow factor of Jurassic Park, you know, at this point probably can't be recreated no matter what, how many sequels there are, no matter what the talent is attached. So I think that Trevor already has a handcuff uh, on himself for that. But uh, I, I do think that the movie does comment somewhat even though it's kind of ham-handed upon that. But I think what's really missing for this sequel and what we are supposed to expect is not the wow factor, but the fear factor. So this this movie is not, I don't think, is generally frightening to anybody who's seen certainly the other three films uh, or even just the first Jurassic Park. Um, I don't think there's any, you know, it's a little bloodier, but I don't really think that, uh, it's any more frightening because I think, I think the real problem here is that if you, if you have a PG-13 film, it's hard enough to really scare audience, audiences. I think the original Jurassic Park did a better job of it because, not only because Spielberg directed it and he knows how to generate suspense, but I think that there was more commitment to making us care about those characters and making us like those characters. Whereas I think the characters here are just, they barely talk to each other. We don't really get a good feel for them. There's supposed to be some backstory that the, chil- the children's families, uh, their parents are getting divorced, and I guess we're supposed to commiserate somewhat. Maybe that's even just a, another one of those Spielbergisms that get drawn into the movie. But without caring for these characters... 
PG-13 scares are just not that scary for people who almost, unless you never really watch anything remotely that's built to elicit fright, uh, I don't see how this is going to be that scary. And I, I will tell you, I, at the screening that I went to, there were a lot of children, uh, fairly young children there, and I, <coughs> I didn't see very many of those kids uh, hiding or, uh, or crying or anything <laughs> because they were afraid. Uh, this movie is just not that scary. Uh, the acting, well, I, I think that, that that's what you get from actors who are given some pretty awful lines to recite. And there's a tone here that doesn't really settle in between being a camp comedy or being just eerily frightful. Uh, it, Trevor doesn't really do that great of a job settling into this theme, <clears throat> into one particular tone. And I think that had this movie been a little bit more adeptly directed at letting us know that this is just a campy romp and that it's just going to be commenting on itself. It's it's going to be very self-aware. And I think that it is. I think that originally when they were drafting the script, it was meant to be much more self-aware than it ends up playing. To me, this movie tries to have both. It tries to be not only to have that self-awareness, but also try to be this uh, this more straight-faced film. I don't think the two mesh, it, it, it doesn't commit enough one way or another to be effective as either. Um, so I, I think that the movie does try to play for, to be more amusing than it actually delivers. I don't really think that this movie is really that funny, even though it thinks it should be funny or at least entertaining. And you can't take the film seriously because of the kinds of, there's ridiculous things that occur in the plot. And this especially goes full bore, this absurdity, into this climax. It's it's just as ridiculous as anything you'll probably see all year. And this is in a year that we've had Furious 7 and a whole host of other ludicrous films. San Andreas, I mean, this movie is just all... This movie is as, as ridiculous as any of those, probably even more so. So... Uh, I think most people are coming into this film for the dinosaurs, so that's not lost on the movie's producers. I think that th this movie spends far more time and energy and care to getting the look of dinosaurs right than in anything that they do with the human characters. I think that all of those characters are comic book characters. They're very stock characters, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, they don't bother investing their interest in developing them developing them so i don't think that we have any interest ourselves in watching them bryce dallas howard who has been good and appealing in other films but i don't know there's just something about her here she seems way out of her element in trying to uh corral this this god-awful schizophrenic and and uh, you know this this woman who looks like she's just had a makeover and who for the vast majority of the film seems to never have a hair out of place uh she's just this gross characterization that that is claire and she's supposed to be really detestable in the beginning and really kind of likable by the end of the film but there's really the the makers of this movie don't give us a compelling enough reason to have us feels that she's either detestable or likable. Is she's just there, and so there's a story arc, there's a character arc there, but it, there's not a character there. So what's what's with the arc? We don't care. Uh, Chris Bratt, 
is uh, the leading man, and um, you know he he normally would be the comic relief probably in in movies before this, but now because of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, so now he's like this big star. And so he's trying to fill the shoes of a leading man. He normally would have had the the characterization that you would have found in, say, Jake Johnson, uh, who plays more of the comic relief in this film um, in the past. But now Pratt is the main star, so they drain him of nearly all of this boyish and roguish charm that made him a star. Um, And so he's playing this really highly idealized but I think disappointingly generic man of adventure for this film. And there, the interplay, the banter that she, that he has between himself, his character, Owen, and, and Claire, it should have played more like romancing the stone, I think. But, I th- but we're given short shrift in the comedy and romance and also these characters to buy into this banter and their flirtations uh, as entertainment enough to keep us interested in between appearances of dinosaurs. I think by the end of this movie, you may find yourself willing to forgive Jurassic World for this devil-may-care head-first dive into uh, shameless idiocy. I think, I think part, part of that is because of that overriding nostalgia we have for, this, for, for the original Jurassic Park, but I think more directly... Uh, because those sequels were so crushingly disappointing, I think that this movie, by at least being watchable, gets the benefit of our, uh, for many people's, uh, recommendation of the movie. And that, I, I, I'm not immune to that. I think <laughs> I was at least hoping that it would be better than the sequels, and it was. And so for that, I'm kind of giving it a, a pass. But I would wager that had, the follow-ups to the original Jurassic Park, if The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, had those been good films? Or or maybe if they'd never even existed. I think that many of us who are praising this fairly long and coming continuation, we probably find ourselves on the opposite end of the uh, uh, opinion spectrum with this release because this is a bad movie... It, it's a fun movie, but it's it's not really a good movie. So uh, it's 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 a popcorn flick. I mean, that's all it is. It's it's you know the original Jurassic Park runs circles around it. Uh, I think that if the original Jurassic Park goes down like a full course meal, and and it's one that's delivered by some of the best cooks in the business, I think that Jurassic World, if I want to continue drawing out this food analogy is really content to deliver nothing but as fast food. And it gives you a lot of it. And and this film really is strictly meant for those who are craving this uh, a really sloppy and greasy and brain-belch-inducing experience. It's really the Brontosaurus burger <laughs> of cinema. I'm giving Jurassic World three stars. Three stars means that if you like this genre of film, you'll probably like the movie. If this seems like not your bag, uh, this is not going to be the return of the original Jurassic Park in any form or fashion. This is really just having fun with what was created a long time ago and just giving us fan service. It's there. It gives you dinosaurs. It delivers goods and it gets out and that's it. So, uh, it's really there just to, 
just to entertain and nothing more. So if you like that, it's a comic book. It's really comic book. It's thin. It's, it's, it's idealized and it's, it's just there and you'll watch it. It'll keep your interest. You'll forget about it. It, uh, it won't change your life in any way. <laughs> so, um, whether, you know, I, I, it, it's fine. It's fine. So I'll give it a recommendation for that. So my name is Vince Leo. My website, quipster.net. You can find me on Twitter at quipster. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash quipster.net. You can subscribe to the podcast and keep these, keep these reviews coming to you on a semi daily basis. And, uh, I definitely would appreciate if you happen to be on iTunes to throw me a bone. Just uh, give me a star rating or even more, just uh, say a few words about what you think of the show so far. If you will have any suggestions as far as the show in terms of improving it or what you want more of or what you want less of, I would definitely uh, also appreciate you sending me an email at quipster at gmail.com. The spelling of quipster in all of these is with a W, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R dot net. Until next time, thank you everyone and enjoy your time at the movies.